0: Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello, my name is Audrey Goh. I run the thematic Strategy and Asset Allocation Division at the Standard Chartered Bank. Welcome to Talking Thematics, a series of conversations where we will discuss about future trends, big ideas, or themes that will shape our investment future today and for years to come. Now, following the release of our latest 360 perspective on the metaverse, I believe many of you might be interested in knowing more about how metaverse can transform the way we work and live. So today, I'm very glad to have Ms. Steve Rice, our Chief Investment Officer, joining me to cover topics, including how metaverse can be used in different areas of our life, what are some of the key development areas of metaverse, as well as any interesting investment opportunities that may arise as a result of that. So to begin, Steve... Can you share with our listener what exactly is Metaverse? Um, what is the difference between the Internet as we know it now today and the further future version of the Internet, which is what some term as Web 3.0 under the Metaverse?
1: Yeah, thanks, Audrey. Uh, so, so the term Metaverse obviously has received a shot in the arms after Facebook renamed itself to Meta late last year. So in reality, there's no one single definition of metaverse, and I think it will evolve over time. But the way I see it is, is it's a collection of virtual worlds which can overlap with our physical world. Therefore, someone who's in the metaverse will be able to enjoy a much more immersive experience, which also trans in physical environment. So you mentioned the, the Web 3.0 and the technology that's background. That's obviously a big upgrade on the current internet, and it's still, still going on as we speak, right? So we're not there yet. But if I tried to just put this into context, so if you think about what Web 1.0, that was just purely about sharing information, right? So there's very little interaction between people. Then the current Web 2.0 allows us to read and write and interact on social media, uh, including video content. Now in Web 3.0, what happens is anybody can create and retain ownership of their digital assets without going through an intermediary such as an internet uh, platform company. Therefore, while Web 2.0 has generally focused on leveraging centralized platforms, Web 3.0 is likely to see a significant shift towards a more decentralized engagement engagement. Obviously, digital assets can be in the form of digital tokens under a shared ledger called blockchain. So, blockchain is decentralized, which means that users can freely transfer their digital assets or make payments without being regulated by centralized bodies. So, I think it's going to be a really significant change. It's going to take some time to come through, but it's a really significant change in the way we interact with the internet.
0: So, now that all sounds very, very promising. Uh, So, from what you're saying, Um, anyone can now be a creator to own as well as monetize the stuff that we've created uh, digitally. Um, So other than the ability to create and importantly to own digital assets, what are some of the the other ways that Metaverse can be used or have an impact on our daily lives in your view?
1: There's so many different potential applications. I mean, obviously a lot of people focus on the NFT aspect, right? But we'll cover that later, I'm sure. But, you know, it can be applied to different sectors such as retailing. So people can... Uh, will be able to use the digital headsets to enjoy um, augmented reality fitting rooms to try on their clothing, just like shopping in real life. So at the moment, we go to uh, online um, shops, but obviously we can't try it on. In the future, we'll be able to try it on virtually using our avatar, etc. So last year, Gucci released their collection on Roblox, uh, a leading metaverse gaming platform with avatars showcasing their latest sporting designs uh which enables branding opportunities by hugely eliminating geographic geographical constraints for instance uh, another w- um some would say a little bit more mundane than this um is example is to the facilitation of the hybrid working model so obviously since the pandemic we're all getting used to what we think of as a hybrid working model uh, but the metaverse uh can lead to a very significant step forward in terms of the uh, the environment in which we we operate so it can simulate an office setting in a virtual platform. So every employee gets to have their own work areas or even meeting rooms. So as if they're physically working together in the office. So I think, you know, think think about this, you know, Meta has actually just said that you can uh, people can work from wherever. Um, obviously, the banks are a little behind a lot of people asking people to work from the office. But, you know, I think we're going to see more and more companies take uh, the meta route and saying, well, you can work together even if you're not physically together.
0: Oh, that's great. And what what about gaming then? Because I have seen uh, Metaverse being increasingly integrated into uh, virtual reality uh, games, for example. Now, is the Metaverse just about me being able to use an avatar, just changing some fancy costumes and equipments? Um, are there any sort of significant difference in terms of what we get uh, using the Metaverse versus the current gaming experience that we can, we're getting today?
1: So I think we've been moving in this direction over time. So I mean, my boys have the PlayStation, right? So you can, you know, when you first started, it was just playing on your own. Now you can interact with other people. But I think what was interesting is, and this is not a recommenda- investment recommendation, right? But in January, uh, Microsoft acquired Activision Blizzard, which effectively shook up the whole gaming industry because it's the largest deal in the gaming sector. So the question is now. How quickly can Microsoft integrate all this mobile, console, cloud business, um, build and develop blocks for their gaming technologies in the Metaverse? So with the virtual reality headset, you can play video games using a first-person perspective perspective, uh, as if you are uh, obviously in the same uh, inside the gaming platform, right with other people. Another cool thing is that these platforms not only provide video games, but one can launch uh, social activities such as concerts, birthday parties, or even weddings virtually. I mean, that would have been great uh, when people couldn't meet um, physically in recent times, right? So Ariana Grande and Travis Scott have performed in Fortnite, uh, a renowned great gaming platform, and even broke the record of having 12.3 million live uh, viewers, Another interesting opportunity is the virtual uh, attendance of sp- live sporting events. So um, those that know me uh, will know that I'm a avid Liverpool football fan and I was lucky enough to talk to Liverpool CEO Billy Hogan in January. And I asked him uh, about whether i will be able to watch a-, a live game with my boys as if we were sitting in Anfield or the Cop. Um, now, there's no immediate plans at the moment, um, for, 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 to do this and obviously there's lots of constraints I'd imagine through broadcastings, uh, broad broadcasters but naturally this is potentially hugely lucrative market if they can get it right.
0: Well that's fantastic. I mean imagine all the potential revenue streams whether it's from advertisements, billboards that sportsmen and artists can stand to make with Metaverse not just giving them access to a, a global audience but really also uniting them all through a common uh, in-life in-person experience. Um, so what are, what is the market potential we are looking at? Also, are there areas of development that you foresee that we need to accelerate the adoption of Metaverse?
1: Yeah, so maybe give us sort of sense of the opportunity. So the expectations are for um, Metaverse, from a revenue perspective, to reach around US, um, $800 billion in 2024, so obviously two years from now. And obviously, the subcategories we talked about, live events and advertisements are expected to double um, in, in market size by then. So you can see, I mean, it's from a relatively small base, but it, you can see that 800 billion is not small. So we're getting to a significant um, significant um, size. So this is a big has a big um, potential. Um, but to realize this, I think there's a lot of things that need to happen. So we need further advancement in both hardware and software s- supporting the metaverse. So... For example, launching virtual reality and augmented reality headsets and glasses uh, that supports interoperability amongst metaverse platforms, or improvements in platform content and in- interface architecture are going to be really key, uh, as these will ease and support greater adoption towards uh, virtual ways of living. You know, at the moment, it's, these things are still quite niche and and still not as developed as as we would like to see for it become mainstream another key area is safety and regulations so uh, as more activities and activities and transactions sorry take place in the metaverse regulations and safety features will need to will be needed to safeguard users against hateful abusive uh, behaviors and obviously fraudulent fraudulent transactions
0: now i frequently hear about metaverse and cryptocurrencies being often spoken in parallel with each other so how do they relate to each other? I mean, the use of cryptocurrencies has also been a rising trend in recent years. Um, can you perhaps share with us how crypto can grow together with the rise of metaverse?
1: Yeah, so for those that have been listening to me for some time, know that I'm a little bit of a crypto skeptic. And I think, and, you know, as I think more and more about the metaverse, I do think that, that the case for certain cryptocurrencies um, rises. And we'll talk a bit about the risks about that later. But so... Cryptocurrencies are obviously digital currencies that you can use within the metaverse. So uh, some well-known digital currencies are obviously Bitcoin or Ether. um, And and they can be used to purchase merchandise and services within the metaverse. Um, other large companies, actually PayPal and Tesla, have started to accept uh, digital currencies payment as well. So as, as more people are, are looking at the, this metaverse environment, probably going to, the, the demand for cryptocurrencies for digital transactions is likely to increase. So. We're expecting that or it's expected that the global crypto market will increase in size by around 30% every year uh, through to 2028. Now, obviously, uh, maybe I'll just give a bit of a caveat now. You know, obviously, there will be winners and losers long as that. And these are very volatile, but we'll come back to that. But it is it, it's the overall market is expected to, to, to grow. So non-fungible t- t- tokens uh, are also expected to gain uh, huge traction. Uh, obviously, we've seen that. Uh, the Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey sold his first ever ever tweet uh, for uh, two point nine million. Um, and those you know who might wonder, NFT is a unique digital item that you can own under blockchain. So, in in mem- the Metaverse, you can purchase all kinds of NFT in the form of digital art pieces, fashion items, or even virtual lands.
0: Well, indeed, I think one can easily create things, whether it's a tweet, some content, images or even music and package them into an NFT, uh, giving ones the ownership of uh, a proof of ownership. And uh, even your beloved Liverpool, for example, is putting out NFT for auction in the next uh, one week or so. Um, So the last question for you, Steve, since you mentioned quite a number of attractive opportunities within the metaverse, um, are there any foreseeable risks that you think will come with that?
1: so i guess for investors i see several challenges and risks right so let's let's deal with the challenges first so in reality there are very few pure plays when it comes to the metaverse from a you know investing in different company perspective Um, So it's still very nascent in that regard. So obviously, a lot of companies are looking at this space, but it's still a very small part of their revenue base today. So therefore, you're you're gambling almost on who's going to make the best out of this opportunity. Uh, Second, as we mentioned, while the technology will undoubtedly come, we are nowhere near where we need to be in terms of making uh, virtual reality and augmented reality um, mainstream. And finally, from a sort of challenges perspective, I think there will be significant discrepancies between the winners and losers when it comes to virtual worlds and land. Uh, NFTs and cryptocurrencies. So this um, blanket buy anything approach is likely not to be uh, very profitable. So some I think will do extraordinarily well and some probably will um, not necessarily cease to exist, um, but be valued much lower than they are today. Uh, And we've seen that with several NFTs that have been released uh, recently, they've gone down significantly in value. So people are a little bit, um, you know, have to be cognizant of those risks um cyber issues are also a huge concern so um without proper regulations on data privacy and a secure data center users personal data may easily be exposed to third parties or hijacked by hackers so a growing trend of criminal reports is that uh, nft trades have been um you know stolen or nfts have been stolen and and the protection of digital assets is going to be essential to the development of the metaverse and nft demand etc uh, the legal framework is struggling to keep up with this obviously because it's, it's it's very new um so that will need to be developed as well so overall we do expect the rise of the metaverse to be an inevitable trend um despite certain technology constraints or privacy privacy or safety concerns uh, the metaverse will continually evolve as more people participate and shape these virtual worlds over the longer term however from an investor perspective i think it's not developed enough at this moment to make it a core part of your portfolio just yet
0: great thanks so much steve for taking your time uh sharing with us your thoughts on metaverse today and thank you listeners as well if you've enjoyed today's podcast please do rate review and subscribe whenever you get a podcast this is audrey signing off stay safe and speak to you soon